Welcome to the Potter's Hour with Prophet Nanaseo Pukwisakodie, the senior pastor of the Well Prayer Center. Prophet Nase is passionate about God's people living a victorious life through faith, holiness, prayer, and fasting. And now, today's message. This is the You are about to move from nothing to something. Amen. From nobody to somebody. Amen. Amen. Thou, O Lord, who arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor hey. her. That said time has come. Amen. Believing is a choice. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. I find out today in my studies that one of the Hebrew words for prosperity is shalom. Wow. It means that when God blesses you, it comes with an amount of peace. peace. I am not intend on the first day to preach to you. I want to talk to you. And I want to tell you where we are going. Yes, sir. So, it's going to be more of moving from what I call inside to oversight. advanced knowledge. Hallelujah. Because the greatest problem you are going to have is when you don't know where you are going. I mean, there is nothing painful like driving and you are lost and everybody thinks that you are on the right way. Because people don't know what is happening to you in the car, but you are lost. They thought you are just driving. And, and, and where we are going, one of the things that really made Jesus' ministry authentic is that even whilst Everybody has not thought about death. He was talking about his death. He was telling the disciples that as Noah was in the belly of the whale for three days, so the son of man will be in the belly of the earth. He said, as Moses lifted up the serpent, so the son of man will be lifted. Now, it was not sinking. It was not sinking. So the fact that you are in church does not you are hearing. No. Hallelujah. The fact that <laughs> you, you are listening does not mean you are hearing. Because one of the signs I know you are not hearing is that once you hear, you do. And the fact that you are not doing it means that you have not picked it. In fact, one day Jesus, Peter was rebuking him for saying he's going to die. And Jesus has to tell him, get behind me, Satan. It means that what you are saying, you are being possessed and influenced by the devil. So if we don't know where we are going, you will live in apprehension. You will live in anxiety. You will live in fear. And the certain is that you will be afraid of what is afraid of you. So look at someone and say, you got to know where you are going. You have to know where you are going. A pastor friend called me from the United States and said, man of God, pray for me. And I said, why? I was awful. He's a, he's a pastor and he also works in the medical field. And he said, uh, tomorrow I'm going to take my vaccine. So pray. I say, ah, 
Why do you want me to pray? He said, I'm not too sure what is going to happen. Then I said, Osofu, you should be sure by now. So I told him something. I said, let me preach you a five-minute message. The title of my message is Vaccine or Virus. When I said, he said he doesn't want to hear the message again. He will go and come before he listen. Vaccine or virus. So we are afraid of a virus. We are also afraid of the vaccine. And the reason is because we don't know where we are going. This is the bottom line. No? If you know where you are going, even when you lose your job, you will rejoice. Because you already know where you are going. That's why I'm telling you that God doesn't watch a life match. He watch a replay. Them that he predestined, he call. Them that he call, he justify. Them that he justify, he glorify. So your life was planned before you were born. There is a divine mandate. So as you are walking here, your life has been determined. That's what Jesus said. Pray that when you pray, tell God that I will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means that there is no problem of the will of God for your life in heaven. But on earth, you have an adversary. And the adversary can interrupt it and divert the course. So there are some of us here, we are not where God intends for us to be. We are not there, and it's not God's fault. Listen to me. You can be a billionaire and not know. You will not know that you are. God can give you things that you are still asking. That is why there are a lot of prayers we pray. God is silent because the answer has been released. You say, Abraham, listen, I have settled this matter. As for me, my covenant is with you, and I have already made you. But it became Abraham's prayer topic. Who is going to inherit the blessing? Eliezer of Damascus. Bra, 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 bra. Bra, bra, bra. There's nobody. And God said, I have already made you. So when you pray to God, when you pray and talk about this, it's no more in heaven. Some of you are walking in fear. You see, I was in the presence of the Lord. This is where it started. When I started preaching, exactly a year ago, I was in the studio and I started talking about faith. And I started dealing with fear. And I started talking about Nobody should be afraid of the virus as a child of God. Then the Lord came to me and said, no, 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 no. It doesn't end there. They are still going to get the virus anyway. So don't just pray that they shouldn't get Because if you preach that, they shouldn't be afraid of the virus and leave it there and they get it. They'll be afraid that that will kill them. So also go back and tell them that even if you have the virus, it's not everybody it can kill. Oh, they are not listening to me. How would they hear except someone preach to them? How would they believe except they hear the word? Because your faith is pregnant in the word you hear. So no word, no faith. It's inseparable. You cannot separate the word of God from the work of faith. So the more word you have, the easier you walk by faith. Now, sometimes... There is no problem with the wastewater going through your sink and passing through the drainage and going out. But the reason the water is coming back into the sink is that the drain system is blocked. 
So the problem is not the water. The problem is not the pipe. Some things has gone into the drain that has blocked the water. So what's supposed to flow is returning. Watch this. So sometimes you don't need more faith. You must eliminate unbelief. The blocking of the pipe is the unbelief. The faith is the water. It is ready to flow, but it's a blocking. That is where fasting comes in. Master! No, 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 no. We are getting too much confused about this. Why couldn't we cast him out? Why? Now, the reason they are saying why is that they've done it before it worked. They send them two by two. They cast out demons. The demons are subject to us in your name. But they go... Why this one we could? They say because of your unbelief. So from the time you cast the first demon to this time, unbelief has built up. And the reason it has built up is that you have never cleaned the drain, you have never fasted. Because this kind does not go except by fasting and prayer. So when you are entering the devil's kingdom to take back what he has stolen from you, he wears you. Oh man. I'll say that again for those who pretend reading here. When you go back to the devil and say, hey, I'm coming back to take whatever you stole from me. I have power to take. Satan says, no problem. But to enter the devil's kingdom, there is a scale. When you stand on it, he waits with mm, you. You are too light. You have been weighed in a balance and you have found one thing. You are too light. This is a matter of, in the name of the poor, in the Jesus, a poor preach, I cast you out. The demon said, foolish boy. Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Look at your weight on the scale. Look at your neighbor. He says, it's possible you are very light. Tell the person you are very light. No, 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 no. Tell the person, it's possible you are very, very, very light. The things you are afraid of, I'm not afraid of it. Because listen, I'm telling you, you are a victim of anything you are afraid of. The devil does not care. If you are, if you are afraid your marriage will collapse, you are a victim. If you are afraid your children will not do it, you become a victim. Anything you are afraid of, you are a victim of it. This is the bottom line. So the devil could even kill people with coronavirus without touching it with fear. It will never be possible. No. The problem is not the, va- the vaccine. Some are going to take it based on fear. It's not the vaccine. No. If the vaccine is poisonous, it can't touch the one who is filled with the Holy Ghost. No. If the vaccine is poisonous, it has no power with the one who Christ is inside the person. Because you shall drink any deadly thing and it shall in no wise hurt you. So the problem is not what you are afraid of. What is inside you is weak. How do you compare a vaccine or a virus to a venomous poisonous snake? That was fasting into Paul's hand. And everybody was waiting for him to swell and die. And because he didn't die, the barbarians say he's a God. He said he's a God. May you become a God after these three days. 
Is it not written in your law that ye are gods? And you are the children of the Most High. But you see, if the word has not gone, you live anyhow. Some of you, eh, the word in Babylon has preached to you more than what we have said. When you come to church, we preach it. Just uh, one of those things to satisfy your religious conscience. When you step out there, you listen to all those satanic voices. The things they are saying. So you are tossed. And a double-minded person will not receive anything from the Lord. No, forget it. Today God told me something. I, I, I did an all night. And I slept around 4 o'clock. And he woke me up around 6 and he said, go and continue praying. And it's about prayer, 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 prayer. And you pray, pray, they say, you have not reached anywhere. Then he told me something. In the afternoon, I went back to my prayer, I was praying, and he said, son, I know today you are going to talk to your Shunammite, and he started laying something, I said, tell them, and tell everybody, starting to preach now, I will not lower my standards. Hit me like something, bam! He said, let it be part of your major message. Tell everybody, I, Jehovah, I will never lower my standard. And he said, I have never lowered it. And it's not because of you people I'm going to lower it. And he added something. Give me, I, 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 I check almost about a scripture. I say, heaven is for overcomers. I will not look at your neighbor and say, God will not lower his standard. No. No. So God is not going to come to the place and say that, oh, if you are fornicating, well, because of the situation we are in, I will consider you. He will not lower his standard. If you are committing adultery, I will consider. He will not lower his standard. No. God will never. You can be his friend, but you wait for you for 30 years to get fit. Oh Lord, you are not ready for this. <laughs> Do you know something? God told me something in a long way. He said, Son, I am the only one who can determine whether you have faith or not. And when your faith meets the requirement of what I have to give to you, and I don't give to you, I have broken my covenant. He said, Even if you are unfaithful, I will remain faithful. Prophet Nana Seyopukusakodia will be right back. Man can live without food for 40 days, without sleep for 12 days, without water for 6 days, and without oxygen for 5 minutes. But how long can man live without prayer? God said, my house will be a house of prayer. The World Prayer Center, Potter City, Mutual Pram Pram. And now, back to Prophet Nana Seyopukusakodie. One of the things that we can trust in God is Agatha. She's faithful. No, listen. He said, if, if you're unfaithful, I will not be unfaithful because you're unfaithful. If you want to be unfaithful, I'll continue to be faithful. So one of the reasons why we can trust him is that he's He doesn't deal it, darling. He doesn't say something. He is not a joker. He means what he says, and he says what he means. 
So God, do no, 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 no. There is no way when you meet the standard, God say, go and come tomorrow. He has never told anybody who is coming to Christ, I come tomorrow. The greatest tragedy I read in the Bible, anytime I read it, I cry. I say, if you don't know God, this thing can be terrible. One day, God was judging a king. And one of the judgments was frogs. Frog has invaded Egypt. Go and read it when you go home. And Pharaoh called Moses and said, I will let you go. Tell your God to take away the flocks. And Moses asked him, when do you want me to tell God to take the flock? He said, tomorrow. Go and read it. Find it. You see, Pharaoh said, tomorrow. I said, what are you going to do with the next 24 hours with the flocks? <laughs> oh, you are laughing. That's how me and you, sometimes we behave. It's another message I'll preach to some of us standing here. Our behavior with God is that tomorrow. It is all over the Bible. I know my brother will rise in the resurrection. And the resurrection is standing in front of him. Who said that you have not postponed your miracle? Who said that? There are many things you are blaming God for. When you meet me, you apologize to him. Flocks in your bedroom. Flocks in the toilet, flocks in the kitchen. Moses said, when do you want me to pray that God will take the flock? Pharaoh said, tomorrow. I said, boy. And Moses said to Pharaoh, glory over me. When shall I entreat for thee and for thy servant and for thy people to destroy the flock from thee? And thy house, that they may remain in the river only. Look at it. And he said, Tomorrow. 24 hours of continuous torment. Now, so when God comes to you, this Shinomatri say, When do you want to meet make you a Bilonia? What will you tell him? Hey, Lord, I'm thinking about it. Oh, haven't you been called people here and ask them what do you want God to do for you? And they are standing eh, eh. No, you can come to church and don't know what you want. The father you are in church has told me you know what you want. There are women here, they don't know the man they, they don't know the man they have to marry. That's why they are not married. You don't know what you want. No. Vacuum prayers. You don't know what you want. No, 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 no. There are some looking for child. They don't know which child they want. You don't know it. When they go to God, the way they pray, God cannot answer. Because when God answered that prayer, I cannot give him glory. No, give me a man child and I'll give him to you. If he come a female, it's not from God. So when Samuel was born, Hannah will not struggle to give him to God. This is what I ask. When do you want me to bless you? <laughs> Lord, I'm thinking about it. This man said, tomorrow. And the floss was on his bed. So the next 24 hours, what are you going to do with them? There are so many things in the Bible. Don't ever deceive your terms, you know. Me and you, eh? when you go to God and God starts teaching you the Bible, you see how ignorant you are. You believe as far as you know. The Lord told me, he said, son, <laughs> so you are trying to tell me that you believe and I'm not giving it to you. You believe as far as you know. This is your believing level. 
And why you claim that you are a champion of believer, you have not even started with me. Do you know something? Guys, we need a lot of humility. Jesus stood in front of a lady crying. If you were here, your brother wouldn't have died. Your brother will rise again. Now hear this. They have faith that the man can pray for the brother's sickness to be healed. But they don't have faith that he has raised the dead. Do you know it was not the first time Jesus was raising the dead? That's what was not the first time. So there was a rumor about him for raising the dead because the Jewish people say that this man that prayed for the man born blind to get eyes, wouldn't he have healed this one? No problem. It is one thing for Jesus to say, oh, I wish if I knew I could have come in. But he told the woman who was crying, that, stop crying, your brother will rise again. This is what he said, I know. So there are things you know, but you are out of tangent. You see, if nobody, if God doesn't challenge Mary and sister, they would think that they are gurus of the world. And they have knowledge that their brother will rise in the resurrection. But they don't have knowledge that the man standing in front of him is the master of the resurrection. So hear this. You can stand in front of a heavy duty anointing. God has invested in that anointing for your breakthrough. But you still may not know that this is a contact for my blessing. And there's some interesting thing about God. The way sometimes he does his things very, very interesting. See, we need revelation. One day, Abraham was sitting in front of his house in the garden, and he saw three men were passing. They didn't even greet him. They just passed in front of his house. Those three men were walking. When you go back to read the Hebrew Bible, one of them was gone. I don't want to go to that side. They were passing in front, and Abraham confronted them. And Abraham told them that they should come home and eat. They first said, what is it? Eating for a while. We are not, we are not. And the Bible said, they were trying. No, 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 we are not, we are not eating anything, please. Please, if I found favor in your house, please. Anyone say, he came and said, hey, Sarah, hurry, hurry, hurry. Go to the sheep and bring me, tell the boys to get me one seven years ago. Let me kill it myself and dress it. And he said, sir, please. This man were passing. But they carry his prophetic word for Isaac. But they were passing. You can't depend on your job again. It might collapse. Everything is going to change. Everything is going to change. So if you don't know where you are going, you will never get there. You will just be shrinking in the church till Jesus comes and you become one of the foolish virgins. God told me, he said, people will be in the church and will be like the foolish virgin. Now, what are you talking about? The virgins, all of them were virgins. Every one of them is a virgin. The wise and the, the foolish, none of them has seen a man. So when it comes to purity, intact. When it comes to holiness, intact. The difference is extra oil. That's all. Extra oil. 
So the way in a spiritual you are leaving hand to mouth is a danger. Some of you don't have a vote in a spirit realm. Mm -hmm. The prayer you pray this morning, you must consume it by six o'clock. When we say fast, by three days you start vomiting. When they fear, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. That's what it is. You don't have, you don't have it. No. The way you wake up and you have no prayer and you still walk around, you are behaving like one of the foolish virgins. Because it's not the atmosphere now. The Lord told me something today. He said, son, the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmities. So you see, walking and you are afraid means that your spirit is weak. When you walk and you are afraid, you enter a place and you are smelling. Hand away. Hey, your spirit man is weak. Proverbs, the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. So when your spirit is strong, even in the atmosphere of darkness, your light will shine. Is it too strong for you? Give the Lord a better clap of when I'm preaching. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? Yeah. In the atmosphere of a thick darkness, your light will shine. Because you see, in the presence of thick darkness, a small mobile phone touchlight can be of a great relevance. Because of the level of the darkness, small light becomes very, very significant. That is why he said that when sin abounds, grace much more abounds. Because when sin begins to increase, then grace can penetrate. Lord, bless the people. Lord, look at hundred days. He said, come, follow me. Then he took me in the spirit and I saw billionaires. See, I'm not the one that is not blessing them. He asks and receives not. Not that I didn't give. He did not receive. So there are people here who are not receiving. And this is what God told me. So he said, me and myself, it's a burden to me. I said, why? He said, I don't want them to be a point of reference for negative testimony. That this before I pray, pray, pray that their life is not changing. So that's why I saw that is God's concern. He wish you are not praying, you are broke. Everybody say, okay, nobody. But once you are praying, you are not receiving. Because you have postponed it. But be a media water drain now. Anybody be a water drain It is totally in a different plane. When you wake up eh, and you see your business is coming down, this business is going down. Instead of trying to revive it, ask God. What is the next step? God might have tempered with the business because he has another dimension. Yes, sir. Listen, listen. When the brook ministry ends, the brook will dry. The traveling tree that gives you shade will dry because now you must move to the widow's ministry. Now, this is a problem. When you enjoy the brook ministry and you want to move to the widow, you want to protect the brook. It's not gospel. Elijah, I finished with you here. The ravens cannot come and give you food every time. Go to the widow's house. I have commanded the widow to sustain you. But if you are not in, if you are, <laughs> should I read something in the Bible? Eh? Paul was trying to talk to a governor, Pablos, and then. Uh, there was a sorcerer who was trying to prevent the man from hearing the word. And the Bible said, Paul, being filled with the Holy Ghost. Then I went back and I was reading as of the apostle. The Bible said that when they took notice and saw the boldness of Peter, James, and John, they took notice that they had been with Jesus. 
God was even explaining to me that the name Christianity is a nickname. Paul never used it. It started with the church of Antioch. It means that the word Christianity is a small, small, small Christ. Now, Constantine put it, and when he legalized the Christianity, and he put it there, none of the apostles, Paul never called anybody Christian. He called them saints. So one of the greatest traps we are finding ourselves in is when they call you a Christian. It's another message. When I go deep, I'll tell you. Now, hear this. Hear this. Even Jesus never mentioned the word Christianity. When he sexual tried to give the name to the people, he said, church. I will build my church, not Christians. Where does it come from? Are you getting it? But when they saw Peter, James, and John, who? Huh, then the Bible said they went back to their company, pray, and the place was shaking. They were filled with the Holy Lord. Say, this is what make the difference. The Lord told me, say, son, this is what make the difference. They were filled. Potter's R is brought to us by Potter's Dew Mineral Water. For more purchase, call 274 Thank you for joining us on the Porter's R. We believe you've been blessed with today's message. Join us same time tomorrow for the continuation of this message. To order for this message and other messages by Prophet Nase Pukusakode. And for all inquiries, call these numbers. Plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website www.portercity.com. Location Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana. We invite you to worship with us at Potter City Mutual Pram Pram Road. Weekly service, Tuesdays, intercessory all-night meeting, 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. Wednesday, teaching service, 5.45 p.m. to 8 p.m. Thursday, breakthrough hour, 10 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Friday, mega all-night service, 10 p.m. to 4.30 a.m. Sunday morning empowerment service, 8.20 to 11 a.m. God bless you. This is the part.